Welcome to Arbitrary Advice. Here is your host, B. Hey guys, and welcome back to Arbitrary Advice. It's your girl B. Today we have Paco in the studio once again. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> so enthusiastic. You said say hello. So, Paco, mm-hmm. do you like 90 Day Fiance? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> he admits it. It's entertaining. Yeah. A lot of drama. Yep. So, today we're going to read Crazy X stories and get Paco's reactions because I like Paco's reactions personally. Um, and I will put the links to them in the description. I'm on two different threads of Quora.com. It's Q-U-O-R-A.com. I'll put the links in the descriptions. And then after that, I'll plug a fellow TitancastNet um, show. And that'll be that'll be what we do today. Sound good? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this guy, Al, <laughs> Al Johnson, said... I have a bunch of them. Basically, somebody on Quora asked if people had, like, crazy ex stories. I don't know exactly what the question says, but it'll be linked so you guys can, like, scroll through, too. And then people answer that question. So, they said, like, do you have a bunch of crazy ex stories? And he said, I have a bunch of them that I've acquired over the years. Far too many to list here, so I will tell this one. I was dating a woman who was very intelligent but had her fair share of mental baggage, so to speak. She was completely convinced I had cheated on her. By the way, I had not. I should mention she had cheated on me. I found out. Guilt does horrible things to people. It's so true. People that accuse are more likely to be the perpetrator. Mm. Needless to say, we argued and she left the room for a moment and came back with what I looked like with what looked like a handful of clothes. I noticed the glint of a knife blade sticking out of those clothes. As you can see, this is going south rather quickly. I have been in knife fight before and even rolling gun battles. Damn, this man says it's not somebody to fuck with, apparently. I've never learned to enjoy like them. Bond over here. <laughs> he said, I've never learned to enjoy them. So as this gal is walking up... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so as this gal is walking up on me, she brings the knife above her head and swings down at me. This bitch is crazy. <laughs> Was this like you? That show you like? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Okay, when he says this is like you, he's talking about the show. He ain't talking about actually me. Yeah, I said the show. I'm scared of knives. That's how you know it's not me. That crazy show that you watch. I pivot away and she stabs herself in, in the front hip bone. Ouchie. She turns loose of the knife. I lay her on the floor and get rid of the knife and patch her up. She ended up going to the hospital for stitches. I would love to tell you I never saw this woman again, but for the next six months, this woman hounded me and stalked me. I found out later she had she had gut shot. Maybe he meant gunshot. He, she had gut shot a man whom she had been involved with and had three other guys jailed on phony rape charges. This is why I tell you there are all kinds of people out there. Holy shit, this bitch was fucking nuts. Well, I have a feeling he's probably psycho too. Yeah. Because he said he's been in many gunfights and knife fights. What? Unless he's like, I don't know. Unless he's like in the military or something. Sounds crazy. Yeah. Sounds like a show. So this guy, Dan, 
So we got Al and we got Dan. Dan Anderson said, I'm assuming these people are fine with their identities being known because they're on a public forum. Yeah. So for these purposes, they're allegedly named this, but I, I will link it and you'll, you'll see it. So it's fine. He said, that would be my stalker. She was an ex-girlfriend I had worked with the last time I would. That was the last time I will date a coworker. I must have tried to break up with her about 13 times. It was like it didn't register in her head. She would sit outside my apartment in the cold waiting for me to come back from my hockey games. Or from hockey games. I don't know if he played hockey. We can't assume here. Dan sounds like he played hockey, though. I'd arrive home at midnight, and there she was. I eventually received a restraining order against her, and she's been gone for more than 13 years. Damn. Is that it? Yep. That was a short story. I told you, I didn't read these before. I didn't read these beforehand. Oh, shit. I didn't even do that. He was... That was definitely not as juicy as the knife girl. Okay. This one is written by Anonymous, so we don't know who this person is. It's been too long since I've written my last note requesting my girlfriend to continue the relationship between us. As expected, things got complicated and asked for a month break in the relationship. Break? This seems completely different to me, and upon reading several answers for the same questions, I finally understood that she's never coming back and asked her to have that one month break 12 times a year. Oh, so like, they broke up. Things were fine as there's no communication between us, but one day I unblocked her. Going through the WhatsApp status page, watched her status unknowingly. She then knew that I unblocked her and messaged me. Breaking up with your three-year girlfriend is really hard to move on and got addicted to various habits. She felt bad about it and asked me to stop doing it, but I've been rude to her. What? This doesn't even make any sense. This story makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. What's she saying? Because now it's talking about a guy. I'm so confused. Okay, this person. Hopefully this makes more sense. I came across your question. This is also an anonymous person. So these people are anonymous. I came across your question while searching for ways to deal with crazy ex-boyfriends on the internet. I'm going through an extremely annoying situation right now with my ex-boyfriend. The answer is going to be a long one. Please bear with me. Okay, so hopefully the story is juicy. First, a little background about the relationship. It was not a happy one. When it began, he was the perfect guy. Very nice and polite. It always starts that way. (laughs) That's how narcissists reel you in, guys. Though there were a few red flags, I ignored them as I was a silly 19-year-old falling in love for the first time. Gradually, he turned verbally abusive. He would imagine situations that never happened and then call me names for being disloyal in these situations. Once again, narcissistic behavior. For example, once he said that he had come to my college on a holiday and some of the girls of my class, no no girls in my class even know what he looked like, told him I was too promiscuous. So he said that girls that she took classes with told him that she was promiscuous. After, like slutty. Oh. After a few days of this verbal abuse, there would be a honeymoon period when everything would be nice and perfect. Again, after a few months, the abuses would start. Gradually, this time interval between abusive periods began to reduce. He had alienated me from my friends, and I used to think I had nobody but him. That's exactly what narcissists do. Finally, I grew tired of tolerating this abuse silently and told everyone and told everything to one of his close friends. 
He used to respect this friend and often took his advice. However, this backfired, and he started calling my close friends and said nasty, untruthful things as revenge. He also completely stopped treating me like a person and used nasty words every time he talked to me. By this time, I was terrified of him. He had seized my phone multiple times, and he had the phone numbers of my parents. Being from a conservative family, my parents would be very disappointed in me if they ever came to know about this relationship. I could not bear to do that to my to my aged father. I was scared that if I left him, he would call my parents and tell them awful things about me. Finally, one day, completely out of the blue, he called me and said he wanted to break up. He said he had found another girlfriend and wanted nothing to do with me. <laughs> okay, I'd be like, bye, bitch. The two years of, ab of abuse was finally coming to an end. What a relief it was, but my happiness was short-lived. A few days after the breakup, he started blackmailing me for no good reason. He told me to send nude photos of myself and threatened to tell my parents about the relationship if I didn't. Thus began the most horrible time of my life. I was terrified of my phone. Every day he had a new demand and new threats. He called this guy of my class and told him we had sex. People spread rumors about me in college. Once when I was at a friend's flat working on our final year project, he called me some 30 to 40 times. I told him I was at somebody else's house and couldn't talk. He ordered me to leave the house immediately. When I stopped picking up, he found the phone number of another guy in my project by calling other people and called him instead. He even found somebody working in the same company as my older brother and used that person to get my brother's phone number. Damn, this dude's like does a lot of work. It's <laughs> crazy. Most people advised me to confess everything to my family, but they didn't understand my family situation. They wouldn't understand. I would have lost my independence and they would have never trusted me again. Nothing is more important to me. Meanwhile, he asked me to meet him one evening. I was too f I was too scared to refuse. He took me to a dark alley and forcibly groped me. Is that right? I don't know. This is obviously somebody from another country. I think, if not rape, at least, like, molested. Mm. I tried to fight, but he was too strong. I ran away, and he followed. I was too embarrassed to create a scene and quietly went home. I never... I decided never to meet him again, come hell or high water. I blocked him everywhere, and there was some peace for about four months. Now he has started calling every weekend. He keeps calling and texting from different numbers until I pick up. He's probably, like, buying burner phones and just, like, memorized her number. His calls alternate between threats and begs. One minute, he promises to take revenge for leaving him, which he broke up with her. <laughs> and the next, he promises to mend his ways and begs me to meet him again. I have cried, begged, screamed, and repeated the words, stop calling me, about a hundred times, but he doesn't stop. Every week, why do I always get tired? Oh. Every week comes a point when he says he won't disturb me again, and and he calls again the following week. Today he called, he called and asked me to marry him. Since I just passed college, he is willing to wait three, he's willing to wait three for three to four years, and if I'm still not married to him, he vowed to kidnap me. I do not know where this will go. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping he will stop when he realizes there's no future, or maybe. I am being just as naive as I was three years ago. Damn. It sounds like she needs Damn. to do a little more than put it in on a This girl said my... This other girl said... It's very short. It's like two sentences. She said, My ex-boyfriend told me he killed and ate people and joined a cult for my attention. He also shot himself in the arm for my attention. Dude, people are fucking crazy, bro. That's probably fake. Maybe. This other girl said, 
this girl Ashley said, I once dated this crazy dude. He was a complete stoner that lied to me about everything. He even cheated on me. After I dumped him, he started lying about me on Facebook. My mom ended up threatening his grandpa to make him stop. <laughs> and now he thinks we're like best friends or something. He tells me all about his kid that he had with the girl he cheated on me with and all about his girlfriend <laughs> and how he, how he stopped doing drugs, which is highly unbelievable. And this kid is only 18. Damn. This this story is way too long. The story is like a kajillion. Wait, this person says. This person says, "What's the pettiest thing you've ever done to your ex when you two broke up?" So now we're on a different question, but I think this might be interesting. Mm. His his name is Tony Chase. After this recent breakup, I started valuing truth and not lying more than ever. Here it is. I started dating a woman who was cheating on her boyfriend with me for six months, and her partner never knew. Okay, first of all, I don't understand why people date people that are already taken, expecting them to be different. People that are already what? I said I don't get why people date people that are already with someone, expecting them to be different. Like, expecting them not to cheat on them. Oh, like you're yeah. cheating oh, yeah, with yeah, them, yeah, yeah, but they, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then they date them, and they're like, "I hope you don't cheat on me." I'm just yeah, that's yeah. side note. Yeah, I know. Like that's the dumbest thing ever. Okay, so I was a different person back then. I didn't care about anything and pursued immediate pleasures. After six months of her cheating, she finally built the courage to break things off with him, and we started officially dating. I thought that I could change who she is. At least he admits it. <laughs> A month later, her ex and the ex-boyfriend, oh wait, a month later, her and the ex-boyfriend reestablished channels of communication. Oh, so now she, now he's cheating Now on the tables her. have turned. Yeah. Ta- Based on, stop. Based on her past experience, it made me insecure, but I wasn't truthful with myself. Denied my insecurities and acted as if everything was fine. Nothing was fine as my insecurities made me anxious and needy. Needless to say, she dumped me after a short period of time to get back with her ex. The reason was because I was deceitful. Funny how that works. I was deceitful, though, as I was hiding my insecurity and hence lying. Fast forward a few months, she treated me like a doormat after the breakup and I've had enough. I told her the absolute truth of how I felt about her, after which she blocked me everywhere. I wasn't done, though. I then proceeded to message her ex all the details of how she was cheating on him. (laughs) By details, I mean real evidence, screenshots of our conversations where she made fun of his penis size, etc. (laughs) Shit, I feel bad for the guy. (laughs) At the time, I thought of it as revenge for her hypocrisy. However, now that I think about it, I told the guy the absolute truth without leaving anything out. In my opinion, I gave him the opportunity to be informed whilst making his next decision. He still decided to pursue her after that, and they're dating again. Good luck to him, I guess. <laughs> He's an idiot after finding out that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. musical chairs over there. Man, all these stories are so long. I'm trying to skip the super duper duper long ones. <sighs> okay, maybe we'll just read like one more story. Hopefully this is juicy because it's super fucking long. What's your craziest story? My crazy story? I actually have an episode called Psycho X's where I talk about mine. 
Um, but I can reiterate one thing. One of my exes said that he told people that he was dying and that's why he broke up with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he, he didn't want me to be sad that he was dying. So he broke up with me to make me sad then so that I would get over him by the time he died. <laughs> <laughs> Update, he's still alive. Mine was probably when... when uh. Don't say her name. No, when the girl was chasing me to the, to my car. And, like, wouldn't, and like, left, like, put present. herself in between her, well, in between the put, door and the truck so she you couldn't close it? Yeah, well, I was leaving leaving school, and she put a present on my truck. And I was like, I was like, what's that is bait. truck? And then I, like, walked to my truck, and she was, like, coming really fast behind me. And then, like, she, like, kind of Who ran. has time for that? And then when I tried to get in here, she was, like, holding the door. I'm like, just, like, go. And she, like, <laughs> She's slammed like, no. it. She's like, okay, then. And she, like, left, like... But wait. All these, like, letters and just presents and On stuff. your truck. Yeah. I don't understand how she had time for that. Because, like, school would end and I would fucking book it to my car to leave. Yeah, I don't know when she did it. It was kind of weird, really. Like, would she do it in the morning and the present would sit there all day and then you'd come out to it and then she would run out to try to, like, beat you there? Or, like, I don't, know, I don't understand. We were in the same class, so it's not like, yeah, she must have did it. I don't know when she did it. She I never really like thought ran. that into it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because, like, I remember when we... And I like, never got any presents from her either, which is weird. Like, when, when you she, were dating? No. But then I get a present. And then when you break up? She broke up me, too. So. so she had regrets. I could see why she had regrets. I know. Because you're pretty great, but, like... <laughs> That's my that's my crazy story. But I don't know. I could probably think of more crazy shit that that specific ex did. Oh well, I had another ex. Okay, guys, this is a reiteration of a past episode. Which go back to that episode and listen to it because I had people write into that one and those stories were fucking nuts. Um, but I'm also going to reiterate this. So I had a different ex. Um, I broke up with him. Wasn't a serious relationship. You know who I'm talking about. We dated for like couple seconds and we broke up whatever thought that was the end of it it was not he proceeded to get drunk all the time and snap call text me constantly saying how much he missed me and how much I broke his heart but then at the same time was talking shit about me on social media posting like shit about me breaking his heart you did for like five days remember he would uh he worked at the grocery store and he like would talk wait 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 we'll get there We'll get there. Let me finish this part, though. It's my dad and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, well, you can tell that in a second. Well, so exactly what you said. But. Well, we can talk about it in a second. So before that, though, so, like, this is, like, immediately after we broke up. He then proceeded to go on a vacation and, like, literally send me videos on Snapchat of him drunk saying how much he missed me and all this shit. And then he proceeded to make new Instagram accounts because I had blocked his. He made new Instagram accounts and tried to follow me. But he was stupid and didn't even try to be, like, a catfish. Like, he put his name on the new accounts. So I would just block those, too. So, yeah. That happened. And then... Okay, so that was my junior year of high school. So then... A whole year and a half... Basically, a year and some change later is when I started dating you. Yeah. Which, little did he know... Not Paco, but the ex... I actually went back to my other ex. Like, the reason that I broke up with him, I told him that I was depressed and, like, going through a lot, which wasn't exactly a lie, 
But the real truth was I was still stuck on my other ex. And I went back to my other ex after I dumped him. So anyways, that will be important in like a second. So I started dating Paco like a little over a year later. And he was purposefully sitting in his sister's section at the place she worked. The Billy guy. Yeah, my ex. Was purposefully sitting in his sister's section at the place that she worked and complained to her that her brother stole his girl. Yeah, I was like, I didn't even... (laughs) (laughs) And the reason that I say that that's weird is because technically my ex stole stole me from him. Mm. Because I dated him first, but I guess he didn't know that. And then he, he did that a lot, though. Like... He did that like a few times. Sat in your sister's section on purpose, which is just fucking creepy. He would talk to my dad. And then he would, yeah, he would go up to your dad, what, like at the store? Like, because he worked there too. He He, ended up working there. Where? At the deli. At at uh, the grocery store. Your sister worked at the deli? What do you mean, worked there too? Yes, she worked there. We're not talking about the same grocery store. Oh, your sister worked there a long time ago. Which one? Here? You can't say that. No, we're not talking about that. Oh, no, you got me confused now. When she worked at the restaurant she worked at? Yeah. That's where he would go to her section. Yeah. He never worked at the he store you just mentioned. A, yeah, he, he worked at a different one. Yeah, but I was saying he also worked at a grocery store as, at the deli. And he, my dad would get turkey and stuff he would like say your son took my girl yeah that's so not even fucking true because it wasn't it was a whole year later it was a whole a whole year later that you and i started dating so how is that stealing your girl like that's we broke up and i moved on a year later like you only dated for three days yeah this is just I made some dumb choices, guys. But yeah, he was crazy. I feel like he did some other crazy shit, too. But I can't really remember. I know I had a lot of people thinking I was a bitch, but... Whatever. Yeah, so we will... Maybe read, like, one more short one. Oh, wait, we're back on. No. Oh, never mind. What? Never mind? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're all going to be wondering now. Um, what is the craziest thing your ex ever did to you? Daniel Space, that sounds like a real name, says, He wasn't quite my ex at the time, and this is... This is more fucked up than crazy, but I digress. Five-year relationship, long distance. He was in New York City, me in San Francisco. Damn, that is across country from each other. We had agreed to use December of 16... December 16th as our date to get together and talk about closing the distance. What? We had agreed to use December of 16... 
Oh, maybe 2016? Yeah. As our date to get together and talk about closing the distance. Oh, so, so like that was when they were going to That was when they were going to meet up. Yeah. And talk about living together. Yeah. I'm from, from New York City, and the general plan was for me to return to New York City in the spring slash summer of 2017. Stop. One night, we got into a dumb fight. It was stupid. Just a misunderstanding. But that night was the first time in five years he was sort of a jackass to me through text. The next day, I didn't hear from him for hours. When we finally spoke, he said he wanted to tell me something. He proceeded to gush to me for an hour about another guy he had met. They had an incredible connection, talked all night, and made this amazing bond. He described their lovemaking in avid and excruciating detail until I finally cut him off and told him I didn't want to hear it and that this was extremely concerning as I was his boyfriend, not his best gal pal. Is this a girl talking? Or no, that? these are gay guys. Oh, okay. I was confused. He and I were open, but we had rules about it. It's just supposed to be emotionless physical. We got into an argument that night and, and ended up sort of breaking up, both of us confused and crying. We ended up taking a break for two weeks just to give ourselves some time and space to think things through. Yet he kept breaking the break and would text or email me how much he missed me or how sad he was that he didn't feel our bond anymore. It was an extremely upsetting and confusing period, made all the more aggravating by 3,000 miles and his general dislike of confrontation or emotional subjects. After two weeks of being on break, I decided that we needed to talk live. The two weeks for me made me realize how much I loved and cared for him and that I really wanted to make this work. The dude he met lived in Canada, so I figured he wasn't much of a threat, but that it was my guy's first experience with a crush. I had two of them while we were together, and I just know how to separate myself from them. I took off work on a one-day notice for three days, booked a flight and a hotel for us to talk at, basically dropping close to two Gs, which I'm guessing is two grand. When I got there, the bond definitely felt broken. We both commented later that for five years we could always feel each other when we were live, but this time we both felt like strangers. He didn't want to talk about what happened. He kept saying, I don't want to talk about the relationship. Let's just rebuild the friendship first and me saying um we aren't friends we're partners the second night i was there i took him out to dinner to a nice steakhouse i decided he was right and we just needed a break from the relationship and let's just talk like human beings it was moderately better but there was still this silent distance between us i noticed he ordered way different than usual and even took a few pictures during his meal phone's gotta eat first have you not heard that before yeah i've heard that That night in the hotel, he fell asleep and his phone went off. They were texted from the new guy. I read the string and they had been texting all night. My guy saying he was with a friend and thanking the new guy for introducing him to oysters. Yikes. I brought this up the next day and it just got into another argument. Him indicating that the guy was just a good friend who happens to live in another country and me indicating that I had just spent a ton of money and time to fly out here and try to make things work. But he couldn't give me an ounce of attention and that this guy is clearly not just a friend. The last day I was there, we finally had a breakthrough. He admitted to some issues he had, and I admitted to some that I had. We started laughing and being ourselves again, and actually had a really nice breakfast and lunch together like our old selves. We kissed before I got into a cab. He told me he loved me and said, I think we're going to be just fine. I love you so much. Let's go back to just taking a little break. Damn, they'd be breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Let's go back to just taking a little break so I can focus on grad school and I'll see you in two weeks for my birthday and we'll talk again then, okay? I agreed and thought it was the best solution, allowing for me to refocus on my life that I had put on pause for a few weeks with this this completely distracting me. 
The next day, he sent me a nice email thanking me for coming down and reiterating that he was really glad we were able to get to common ground and feel our bond again, and saying that the two-week break is to just give him a little time to focus on finishing grad school and that we would be fine. He sent song lyrics that made me smile. Two hours later, I got an email alert. It was from Amazon notifying me that my package was being prepared for delivery. Confused, I checked and saw that my guy, a few minutes after emailing me, had ordered a gift for the new friend. <clears throat> I guess maybe he shared, like, an Amazon account with him. He had forgotten that our... Oh, <laughs> literally says it right there. He had forgotten that our Amazon account was shared, and the big kicker, I paid for the gift. It was a CD. Despite knowing it was a huge mistake to do, I ended up using the information to call the gentleman the next day. Maybe I'm the crazy ex? <laughs> I didn't call to claim territory or act angry or possessive. I was actually really pleasant with him and just indicated I was confused and wanted to know what exactly was happening between him and my boyfriend. He said all the right things and was very polite about it. I'm so sorry. He said you guys were broken up. I can't imagine how hurt you must be. We both know you shouldn't have called me. It's your guy that you need to speak to. And finally, I don't want drama or to be the cause of pain between you guys. I'll back out. I called my guy and told him that me and Canada guy had spoken. I didn't do it vindictively. I didn't do it in vindication or anger. I was actually sad and ashamed of myself that I had done this. My guy was, okay, first of all, I would have done that shit too. <laughs> my guy was actually fairly understanding and said he was sorry for everything and that he could understand why I had called him and acknowledged he had been treating me very badly. He asked if we could talk the next day. The next day he emailed me and said he called the Canada guy right after we spoke to apologize on my behalf and out of anger for me doing it, decided to plan a visit up there over Thanksgiving as friends. We met twice more over his birthday week and finally decided we just needed to go on a no-contact break and revisit things in January. Lord, They've eight. taken like 80 breaks. <laughs> I looked at his phone and sure enough, he had been in contact with the guy the whole time. They are now together. How's it going to work? Him being a U.S. citizen and the guy being a Canada one is beyond me and have been together since the first week of December. I was finally told that my relationship was over two weeks ago and not just on break. Sadly... Sadly, he didn't know the rules of social media, and they have been posting pictures of their first vacation together in Mexico with mutual friends, sending me texts and screenshots to ask who the guy is, since they didn't know we had broken up. I think not exa I think while not exactly crazy, this perhaps qualifies as sociopathically selfish, as he wasn't my ex during most of this. Oddly enough, I'm not really angry about it. I'm still mega hurt and shocked, but I know when stuff like this happens and when emotions take over, you can't really control them. I was just extremely disappointed in how he chose to handle it. And when I come back to New York City in a few weeks, I'm a bit curious to see how it all pan out. Damn, they went on 80,000 breaks. But yeah, we're going to end things here because we have been going on for a long time and I have to edit this episode. You do? Yes, because you said the name of the store. What's the big deal of that? It's just not good to do. Well, you can get in trouble for it? No, but I just... Well, I mean, if they happen to find out, but <laughs> I doubt they would find out. Uh. But I'm just going to... I'm going to take them out. But anyways, Paco, do you have any last words about crazy exes? Nope. Stay know the signs. If you're in an abusive relationship, call the cops So I need to call the cops right now? That is so kidding. rude, and no, you do not. <laughs> you better take back what help. you said. Oh. Don't listen to him. He's joking, okay? I'm kidding. Don't help yeah. me. 
Yeah, exactly. He doesn't need any help. If anybody needs help, it's me. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I just got you back. It's fine. But yeah, call the cops on them. Get a restraining order. Do what you got to do. Call the domestic violence hotline, which I guess I should look up. Domestic. Well, I'm sure there's I'm different. sure if they're watching you, listening to your podcast, they can look it up. Domestic. <laughs> Did you just say watching? Whatever. Violence. I almost typed in domestic violence podcast. Domestic violence hotline. <laughs> I bet there is one. Probably for like national domestic violence hotline. Um, but what's the number though? This is, it says www.thehotline.org. Okay. If you're concerned. Let's call and see what. It says call 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 1-800-799-7233. So stay safe out there. Stay safe. Stay away from mean people. Yeah. And now I am going to insert a promo of a fellow Titan Cast Net podcast. And I will see you guys next week. It is the 100th episode next week, and I will be releasing probably tomorrow what I want to do for it. Um, so stay tuned for that information. If no one told you today, I love you, I'm proud of you, and you're killing it. I will see you guys next week. Say goodbye. See you later. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth. That was a Titan Cast episode.